Welcome to the Lionfish Podcast. Today we're coming from Cozy Corner in Belize, in Placencia, um, on the beach. So if you hear music in the background, or if you hear Kanisha saying something, Kanisha, say hi to everybody. Hello, everybody. Kanisha is the best server here at Cozy Corner, and she takes care of me and gives me a really hard time every time I've been here. So, and it seems like a lifetime, but it's only been a few days, so... <laughs> but it's always nice to come here and have a, a friendly smile and they know your name and they're, well, most of them are excited to see me most of the time, but it's a good time. So anyway, today we're, uh, we're talking with Anthony. Anthony, what's your full name? Uh, Valuis. Well, hard last name to say, but if you say Clueless Valuis, it makes it easier. Clueless Valuis. Yeah. Today we're with Anthony Clueless Valuis. <laughs> uh, that's why I asked your last name because uh, we just call him Anthony V. Um, and we're talking about lionfish. We, we just spent uh, five days on an island with, a, uh, with Reef CI, and we did some net, uh, some trapping work, some testing. We had a great dive today at 60 to 80 feet, watching it get into the water, open it up, deploy, bring it back up, drop it down again. Um, and it just went just flawless. Um, so, Anthony, t- t- tell us about your business, what you do. Yeah, sure. So my business, Netless Catch, I'm one of the co-founders for it. And so what we focus on is the commercialization of invasive species and working here in Belize to target the lionfish and really trying to help local fishermen be able to catch lionfish and have a market to sell it in in the States. Cool. So where are you from? I'm actually from Wisconsin where there are zero lionfish. I I remember the first time we kind of reached out and I'm like, Wisconsin? (laughs) What's yeah. this? What's this? What's this lionfish thing out in Wisconsin? Um, so how did how did you get from Wisconsin to here in Belize? Yeah, <laughs> that's, a, that's such a long story. So actually, it was seven years ago that I came here for the first time, and I came out here doing going to a few different islands, and I had a chance to stop at Reef CI and actually see and talk to people there about the lionfish problem. I was like, man, this is such a cool like island and the work they're doing. I'm gonna come back here one day. So I got into college after my freshman year, and I, I wanted to spend some time volunteering for over the summer, and I went to ReCI again. And I got to see that just like the problem of lionfish, one, was still there, but it wasn't really being commercialized in the States because people were always looking for lionfish, but you can never find it. Right, right. So tell us about the what, what was your first experience in learning about lionfish? What was it? Yeah, the first one was actually on a dive. Um, I actually went, I think it was with Polly when I went to RCI, and I'd never dove before. I've only been snorkeling, and they're like, oh, let's do like an experience dive so you can see what it's like. We got a chance to go down to the reef and see it for the first time, and it's such a different experience than snorkeling. Yeah. But we came back, and Polly had this statement to me that's always stuck with me. And she, after we saw some lionfish down there, she's like, you saw those fish that kind of looked like a turkey from the side? I'm like, yeah. She's like, those are one of the greatest marine disasters that the world's not heard about. Wow. And that really stuck with me. Wow. And so that led you to do what? Uh, well, for a while, not much. Because I wasn't <laughs> near the ocean. I didn't have a chance to really go back till after my freshman year of college. But after that, I realized, like, I really want to do something with this. And I had time to think about it after I graduated. And I realized I really wanted to do something that was, one, beneficial for the people of Belize, but also something that could allow more people to know about lionfish in the States. So I just started with lionfish jewelry. 
uh, and started working with some local artisans to make it and sell it in the States so people could wear it and people could ask questions like, hey, why is, what's that fin in there? What's that actually from? And have a conversation. Right. And that, and what's the name of that company? That's Castaway. Castaway. Yep. Okay. And how are you doing with those, the, the sale of those? Yeah, it's going great. We, we did our Kickstarter. We finally got that fulfilled. It took a little longer than we were hoping, <laughs> but it's going good. Um, we're really working good with the artisans that were working here in Placencia and just excited to see where it can go in the future too, because hopefully by early next year, we'll have a list on Amazon. Nice. They're, they're beautiful, by the way. Ah, thank you. Yeah, they're really, really sharp looking. Um, so, so you're you're down here. What brought you to Belize this week while you were down here? Yeah, I mean, this week was coming down for the, the lionfish trap because super interesting, just like the impact that can have for the fishers. But also, I just think it's such a, a cool and unique way to build a trap and kind of like flip commercial fishing on its head. Right. People normally think like traps, nets, bad. But the way that it's being built is so discriminatory towards lionfish that it's really changing the way that we think about fishing. Right. And do you think the lionfish traps uh, would help aid uh, more you know, fisheries, uh, restaurants? Yeah, I think because they can go down to a deeper depth. Obviously, we need to do the studies around here to see how they work with the reef and the local fish population. But based on the studies from that Guinea's done with them too in the past, yeah. I can see they can have a really big impact, especially on those deeper areas, like at 200 feet, where we think a lot of the larger lionfish actually are. Right, right. Uh, tell me about the people that work for you to help you get these fish that you're then what? What are you doing with the fish? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we work with the um, National Cooperative here in Belize to catch the lionfish, work with their over 650 fishermen to catch it all. Once it gets there, uh, it gets right away deep frozen. So it does what's called a flash freezing process, which really preserves the meat. And then once it's there, it sits there for a little bit and we get shipped to the U.S. Once there, it goes to our warehouse, and for anyone that's a wholesaler or any online companies looking to list lionfish, we sell it to them. And hopefully in the future, we'll even be doing it to just like the individual that wants to buy it as well. Right. And what's the benefit of eating lionfish? Oh, so many benefits. I mean, one to yourself, the omega-3 fatty acids are great. They help control cholesterol levels, high in protein. But then there's a benefit for the reef, right? Taking these off the reef, even just one female lionfish can lay 2 million eggs a year. So even just eating one lionfish, you're possibly preventing two million of these fish from coming onto the reef. Right, and that's per year. Yeah. Right. Um, and the other benefit to the workers in Belize? Yeah, to the benefits of the workers, giving them another product they can bring out, right? Because right now they only have conch and lobster. Oh, Those okay. are seasonal, so you only have so much time that you can actually go for conch and lobster. Lionfish is all year round. So right. it's additional income for these fishermen that honestly have been hit hard by climate change and our problems that are occurring. And by doing this, we're able to really give them some extra money, which all the fish I talked about is very excited about. Right. And you're not just selling the fish, you're also doing the jewelry from them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're doing the jewelry. We're looking at how we can use the carcass, really use the whole fish so that the fishermen can get the most benefit, but also so people can try like these new and unique products from an invasive species. Okay. And tell us how they make the jewelry or, or oh, yeah. they, what parts of the fish they're using. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they use... Different fins from it. They look for the most beautiful fins, obviously, which can be the pectoral fins. Um, some people like to use the dorsal fins on it, too. But with that, you set them out to dry for a while after you wash them everything, and then you cut them and you put them into the amulets and you put what's called resin on it. Okay. And so the resin really preserves the fin and the color of it once it's drying. And once it's completely dry, it almost looks like a glass. Oh, okay. But it's waterproof, too, which is a great part about it. You can wear these bracelets when you go out swimming. You can really wear them anywhere. You don't need to take them off. 
And then with that, once they're made and everything, the, the weaving they do on the bracelet too, it's kind of cool. It's a traditional thing in Belize called a mind weaving design. And it's like it's a nice tight knot on it as well. Oh, yeah. And the one other thing I forgot to mention about the bracelets too is each bracelet sold, we're also planting a piece of coral with the whole Chan Marine Reserve here in Belize. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. So how many pieces of coral have you planted so far? Oh, <laughs> I mean, last <laughs> Not to put you on the spot or yeah. nothing, but we want the numbers now. <laughs> last time I checked, it's around 150 pieces. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, that's great. Mm-hmm. And uh, who's deciding where those corals go? That's going to be done by the whole Chan Marine Reserve. We trust them to pick like, where the best spots are. Sure. They know the area the best. They actually do um, a seed process for it. So the coral's actually grown inland first, up to nine months. Wow. And then it's taken on a tray that goes to the reef, and it's laid down over a two-year period. So if you're eating lionfish, you're helping divers remove more. Mm-hmm. So you're saving the reefs by eating lionfish. Yep. If you're buying the uh, bracelets, you're helping to restore coral reefs. Yeah. So and that those bracelets come from the lionfish. So yep. it's all it's all benefit all the way around. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, where do you want to take this company? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of areas we want to take it. A really big one is on other invasive species and overabundant species like purple sea urchins, uh, the silver-toed pufferfish, and the Mediterranean. But also what we're talking about too is kind of changing the idea of seafood from sustainable seafood to restorative seafood, so seafood that actually does good for the ocean. And that can include things like seaweed, bivalves, really any products that when you eat it, you're actually giving a net benefit rather than just not hurting the ocean. Okay. And where can they buy the bracelets from you? Yeah, they can buy it from castawave.co. It's the website. Castawave? Yep, castawave.co. Yep. Okay. Um, and r- roughly, what do the bracelets go for? They go around $20, $20 US. All right. And that, that includes the coral uh, restoration and everything. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, yep. that's, that's great. Um, from when you started this business to where it is today, um, good, bad, up, down, what's, how's it going? <laughs> I've just been the ups and downs. I mean, the biggest thing has been just like getting the exports out to actually into the United States. But now that we've got that worked out, we're really excited because we just have a ton of places like outside of Florida where you normally think of lionfish that are really interested in it. So we're really hoping with that we can have that conversation with more people about lionfish. And do you see, um, do you see more and more things happening in the lionfish world here in Belize, or is it just kind of been the same, slow going? Or no, there's definitely been a lot going on, right? Reci has changed a lot since I was there five years ago, and since seven years ago too. There's been a lot of change too. There's recognition too by most Belizeans that lionfish are a problem, which is amazing too, because you can have those conversations in the U.S. with people, especially that aren't from Florida. They don't even know what lionfish really is. They don't think they can eat it. They think it's poisonous. So I think. Belizeans in general are very educated on the problem. Okay. And is there any benefit to restaurants mm-hmm. or wholesalers uh, buying the fish through you? Or Yeah. I mean, we're working with the lionfish patrol stuff that you're doing. And so the really big benefit for them is if people are really looking for lionfish, this is the central spot where they can figure out where to buy it. So when the restaurants buy from us, we're providing that free marking material that they're not going to get if they're buying snapper, if they're buying salmon, oh, gotcha. only if they're buying lionfish. Right. And what Anthony's talking about is the Lionfish Patrol app for divers, businesses, nonprofits, and observers. A, a restaurant that sells lionfish can sign up on the app, and the app, we will actually market them. Uh, if, it's a, if it's a grocery store or a fish wholesaler that's buying the fish, a lionfish, we will actually market them. So we have a budget, uh, a very hefty budget to do online ads for 
all parts of the lionfish industry. So um, by buying the lionfish, it helps save the reefs. And by putting it on the lionfish patrol, you can have a worldwide directory, if you will, of restaurants and chefs and grocery stores and wholesalers and, and whatnot. So, and, and artists as well with the, uh, the, the lionfish jewelry. Yeah. So, um, cool. What was your, what was your, fa- we just spent, uh, Anthony and I was with, a, we were with a crew, uh, on Reef CI, uh, for the past five days and we're exhausted because we, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. Friday afternoon. We just got back and, uh, what was the what was the best part of that week? I think I said a lionfish trap. The last time we put it down, like I know we were talking about like the Apollo mission, and like, <laughs> it really did kind of feel like it. Actually, seeing it go down and everything, yeah, and seeing it come back up and like everything just actually working as it's supposed to. Right. Had have you looked into traps before? Or? Yeah, we. I mean, we talked with um, Steve Getting about the trap before too, and we're really interested in it. And it's it's super cool now to actually see it here in Belize. Right. Right, and the whole building process, and yeah, yeah. and that's through ReefSave.org. Um, they they did a great job supplying all that with ReefCI, partnering with ReefCI, mm-hmm. um, and teaching them how to, to build it, uh, put the netting on it, and then deploy it. So, um, yeah, it was a it was a great week. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. And I, again, I've been working with Anthony for what year and a half or so. Around that, yeah. Yeah, always online, never in person. And I again come down to Belize where <laughs> there's a lot going on. And I got to finally meet you and work with you in person, which was really nice. So, yeah. so we're looking forward to, to working with you and helping you get more information out there for Lionfish uh, through the app, through our nonprofit, Lionfish Central. Um, and, yeah, let us know how we can help you, and let's work together. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having the podcast, too. You're very welcome. So that concludes. Uh, it's a Friday night. Uh, we're at the restaurant here, and, yeah. It's going to be a good night. Yeah, you better believe it. <laughs> believe it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's it for tonight. Thanks. Mm-hmm.